0: You're listening to Sober Culture, a podcast designed to help you change your relationship to alcohol and to normalize the conversation around sobriety. Whether you're sober curious, sober sober, or still just trying to figure it out, welcome to the show. I'm Logan, your host. guys. Welcome back to another episode. Today, I wanted to talk about listening to your needs and really getting good at identifying what it is that your body or your mind is actually craving. Because so often, I find that if we are struggling with changing our drink habit, a lot of the times it has to do with us just not knowing how to deal with our feelings and not knowing how to recognize what it is our bodies are actually craving because I promise you more often than not whenever you're reaching for that drink it's not the alcohol that you're actually wanting but the effect that it's producing or even maybe something that you perceive that it's giving you that you're not used to giving yourself so we're gonna go over different things to look out for how to get better at listening to your body and to your mind and figuring out what it is you need from yourself moment to moment, instead of just defaulting to reaching for that glass of wine or that beer in order to give yourself some result. So let's go ahead and dive right into it. So the reason why I decided to talk about this topic today was because of something that happened the other day while I was driving. So I had been really tired all day. Like I didn't sleep well the night before and I was driving in my car and the traffic was bad and I was just not feeling great, like emotionally, physically. And I was sort of frustrated and I was having these like really strong urges to go and have a drink. And I realized that... I have managed to develop this habit of creating a pause whenever I get these cravings. And I was asking myself as I was driving, like, okay, why am I feeling so pulled to go get a drink right now? What is going on with me? And then I started to name my feelings, right? And to name my experience. And I was like, oh, well, I didn't sleep enough last night. I've been going all day and I haven't got given myself enough rest. I'm feeling a little bit lonely. Um, I haven't eaten enough. And like, you know, I began to list all the things that I was experiencing in that moment. And it helped me to recognize what I needed for myself in that moment. Okay. I knew that I needed to go feed myself. I needed to go lay down, watch some Netflix and just chill out. And I needed to get good rest that night. And so I realized that it's no wonder I was craving a drink so much in that moment because the old me is so used to reaching for a drink at any sign of discomfort and using it as a way to self-soothe and to comfort myself. So I recognize that this is such a common thing and used to be something that really felt uncontrollable and just very impulsive. And so I wanted to talk about managing your feelings and recognizing what you actually need in a moment, instead of just automatically reaching for alcohol to change how you feel. And so, again, this is sort of harping on an idea that I've talked about in previous episodes about getting curious whenever the craving comes up, creating a pause and asking yourself, what do I really want right now? Because nine times out of 10, it's not a drink. It just takes us giving ourselves a little bit more attention and having some patience with ourselves. So I want to get into what to do whenever you're getting these cravings. And I think the most important thing is to first recognize it for what it is. Okay, I'm craving alcohol right now. Name it. Put like a label to it and recognize that this is an urge. Whenever this comes up, give yourself the space. And even if you're with people, whether you have to go step into the bathroom for a moment, give yourself some pause. And whenever you're in this space, ask yourself questions what am I feeling and experiencing right now? Am I hungry? Am I tired? Am I feeling lonely? Am I feeling uncomfortable? Get in the habit of naming your emotions so that you then can know what you can do in order to cope with them and to manage them well. And it's not always about needing to change how we feel. A lot of the times, it is really just about getting better with coping with feeling uncomfortable. But so often for so many of us, our default is to just feel something uncomfortable, or feel a negative motion, and then immediately want to get rid of it or change it, Right. But our emotions are not things that we always need to change. Sometimes they're just things that we need to get better at coping with. And sometimes you're going to have negative emotions and experiences that you just have to let pass through you. Because otherwise, if you try to fight or change them, they're just going to linger longer. And other times, our emotions can be used as indicators to let us know what our bodies and our minds need. And a lot of the times, I know in my experience, My emotions have been sort of red lights telling me, hey, stop, I need you to take care of me better, whether I needed more rest or whether I needed to nourish myself or get some exercise. It's so important to get good at listening to yourself. You've got to learn how to provide for your own needs and to recognize whenever that craving for alcohol comes up that it's probably an indication that you're actually craving something else. And this is an opportunity whenever the cravings come up to create that pause and to ask yourself, what am I feeling right now? What am I experiencing? And what do I actually need? Learning how to do this takes a little bit of patience because most of us here are used to feeling negative experiences or emotions and then immediately reaching for a drink because it's an effortless, easy solution. And I understand why I developed that habit because it's so much easier to open a bottle of wine and to just change my feelings and experiences that way than to actually do the work and listen to what I need. So definitely don't beat yourself up if you've been in this habit of relying on alcohol. It makes sense. We're designed to do things with minimal effort. Our brains don't want to exert more energy than they have to. But as we've learned, and if you're listening to this podcast using alcohol to change how we feel and to change our experiences often comes with consequences that we no longer want to live with. So we have to develop other ways to cope and manage with our feelings and emotions. And this all starts with labeling what's going on with us and giving ourselves the space to figure out what we actually need and what we're actually craving instead of just reaching for that bottle of wine because it's easy. Okay, so now that we've gone over why it's important to listen to your emotions and to identify your needs instead of just trying to drink over them, I want to give you some tips that I have found really helpful along this journey and things that are just going to make this whole process easier. Okay, so tip number one is going to be to check in with the multiple levels of your needs. Okay, we are not just human bodies. We have different layers of needs right we have our physical needs we have emotional needs we have mental needs we have social needs we have all kinds of different needs so i think that it can be really helpful in this process whenever you're trying to figure out what's going on to you to break it down into different kind of categories so the first one that i always do is a physical check in like i check what's going on with my body am i feeling particularly tense anywhere am i feeling worn out and tired Am I hungry? Have I drank enough water today? Am I feeling restless because I haven't gotten any physical activity? I basically just check in with my body and see what's going on. That way, once I figure out maybe I haven't eaten all day or maybe I didn't get enough sleep last night. Well, I know the solution to that. Go take a nap or I can go fix myself a cup of coffee or maybe make myself something to eat. These solutions seem so simple, but it's really easy whenever we are f- having physical needs that are not being met for our brains to start to crave alcohol. It's just the way that our brains are wired, especially if you are used to drinking alcohol pretty regularly. We get use of the reward that it gives us. We get used to that dopamine release. And sometimes our brains get confused and don't recognize that, hey, what we actually need is food. So getting in the habit of finding out what's going on with you physically and then reacting appropriately is going to be super helpful. So number one is to check in with your physical body and then beyond that you then can check in with your mental well-being. How are you feeling right now? And this might be a little bit more complicated if you're not used to naming your emotions or checking in with yourself emotionally but ask yourself am I feeling lonely right now? Because for me, that was a huge one. I often used alcohol as a way to connect and feel socially intertwined with people. And so for me, a big trigger is whenever I feel really lonely. And that to me usually is a sign that I need to pick up the phone and call someone or maybe I need to make plans with some friends that don't involve like bar hopping necessarily. But it's usually just a sign that I'm craving human connection. And that is such a basic need of all of us. Like it is so natural for us to crave human connection and if you're used to using alcohol in every social interaction or like for the most of like your recreational social interactions then it can be really easy to be lonely and then crave that drink so that's just one example of how you can check in with yourself mentally and see how you're feeling And if you find that loneliness is coming up a lot, recognize that and then do something about it. You can't expect to change your drinking habits by just like hiding away from the world and never getting out there and doing anything. You really have to attend to this need because like I said, it is a basic human need that you can't ignore and it's not going anywhere. So if you are looking for a network or a support group or anything like that, you can check out the support group that I've created. It is at Sober Culture Podcast on Instagram, or if you're interested in joining our online support group, you can go to soberculture.co slash join. And I'll put more information about that in the show notes if you're interested. Okay. But obviously loneliness is not the only feeling that you're going to have whenever you're doing the mental check-ins or the emotional check-ins. There's going to be a number of things that you could be feeling. A big one for me is frustration. If you're feeling like frustrated, which that to me has been coming up a lot lately, just getting kind of short-tempered, a good thing that I've started to do is I slow down and I make myself pause and I'm like, okay, I'm really frustrated right now. Frustration is going to happen for the rest of my life and I know that. So I have to remind myself that this might be one of those feelings that I can't change right now and I don't need to change right now, but I can take five minutes to just slow my breathing, to do some meditating or whatever, you know, go on a, I think some, um, I listened to this podcast called sober powered and she goes on rage walks, a really good podcast too, by the way. Um, and so I started doing that whenever I get super frustrated, I just go on a walk and I, or it might even be like a little jog and just clear my head. But that's just another example of emotionally checking in with yourself and identifying what are my emotional needs right now. So beyond that, Um, Another sort of level of needs that I like to check in with is my inner child's needs. I recognize now as a hardworking adult that my inner child needs playfulness. It needs lighthearted fun. It needs like I need space in my life to act like a child and be a child like in that playful manner. So if I go too long without creating space for that and I'm just like in work adult grind mode 24-7 for too long. Like I get burnt out and my inner child is not happy with me. And so I've definitely noticed that learning how to identify that level of needs has also been really helpful in managing my stress, making sure that I am staying curious and feeling playful. And that just makes it a whole lot easier for me to enjoy my life and have fun. And way less likely that I'm going to reach for a drink in order to unwind and relax and create that space of playfulness. Okay, so... Step number one included three different categories of needs that I like to focus on. We talked about physical needs, talked about emotional and mental needs, and we also talked about inner child needs. Those are just three that I like to focus on whenever I start feeling overwhelmed and I start feeling like I'm getting the urge to drink. I check in with those three things and usually I can identify something going on with me within those three that I can address. But you can obviously customize this process however you like. And if you think that there are other needs that you need to focus on, by all means, do it. The whole purpose of this tip is to get you to get in the habit of asking yourself, what's going on with me right now? And what can I do to either cope with how I'm feeling, manage how I'm feeling, or to self-soothe? And the key here, obviously, is how can I do those things for myself and not reach for a drink in order to get those results or to change how you feel. And the more that you practice this, the more that you're going to get really good at it. And the more it feels like second nature. And the more that we're able to label what's going on with this, the less overwhelming these feelings and experiences feel. And therefore, the less likely we are to reach for something like alcohol to change that or to make ourselves feel better. And whenever we are more comfortable identifying and labeling these things, we also become better at knowing what to do in order to self soothe and to manage these feelings and emotions. And over time, you're going to notice that all of a sudden, you're able to handle frustration better because you've practiced it. All of a sudden, you know what to do whenever you're lonely. All of a sudden, you're able to really get good at checking in with your body. And basically, it builds this self-confidence because you start to realize that you know how to take care of yourself. And that is such an amazing feeling. It can be really empowering because the more that we're able to take care of ourselves on physical, emotional, mental, all of the different levels, the better that we are at being able to meet our needs, the less likely that we are going to feel the need and pull to reach for something outside of us in order to change how we feel. This is really about empowering yourself with the ability to care for yourself. And I think that that is just so fundamental in changing your drink habit because we have to know how to provide ourselves with the things that we think alcohol is giving us. Okay, guys, the second tip that I have for you today is to remember that the urge to drink cannot make you do anything and it doesn't have any power over you. This is so important to remember because, in those moments, maybe especially in the beginning, if you're trying to get into this good practice of labeling what's going on with you and figuring out your needs, the craving and urge to drink can still feel really, really loud and it can feel really powerful and it can feel overwhelming. And sometimes that can cause us to not have enough pause. It can cause us to want to act impulsively because the urge is uncomfortable and it can be difficult to evaluate and figure out what our needs are whenever we have this urge that feels like it's sort of yelling at us to take action. So I think that it's really important to remember and to actively remind yourself, this urge cannot make me do anything. It can't force me to drink. It's just here and I can allow it to be here. It's not going to kill me. It's not going to do anything to me, but it's here. And I'm the one that contains all of the power to make the decision whether or not I drink. In addition to reminding yourself that the urge doesn't have any power, it can also be really helpful to remind yourself of the worst case scenario, okay? What is the worst case scenario if I let this urge be here and I don't act on it? In other words, what's going to happen if I have the urge to drink and don't drink? The worst case scenario is that you're going to feel a little bit uncomfortable. I promise like 99% of the time, that is the worst thing that's going to happen. But in our heads, it can feel so urgent and so overwhelming and so like, I need to go take action on this now. So it can just be really, really power, empowering and helpful if you stop and say, hold on a second. This urge doesn't have any power over me. And what's the absolute worst thing that could happen if I just let the urge be here and don't act on it? Just those two little thought exercises I've found to be so helpful in changing my relationship to alcohol. So I hope that you find it helpful too. Definitely try it out. Give me some feedback. Let me know if it works for you and what your thoughts are on it. Okay, so the very last tip that I'm going to give you guys today is going to be to validate your feelings and experiences. I know for me, for a very long time, I would invalidate my feelings on a regular basis. If I was feeling frustrated, I would jump to telling myself I shouldn't be feeling this way and these feelings aren't warranted and how dare I feel this aggravated? Why why am I feeling this way? And all of these feelings of sort of shame around whatever feeling I was having would just complicate the situation more. And so I think that it can be really important to remember to validate whatever you're experiencing and remind yourself that you're human. It is okay to have feelings, even if they're undesirable feelings, it's just a part of life and there's no shame in that. And along with this, you can also remind yourself not to identify too intensely with what you're feeling. Our feelings are not who we are. They are just a part of our experience. And so I find it helpful if I have like a particularly frustrating day or I'm like feeling particularly on edge to remind myself that this doesn't make me an irritable person. I am just experiencing irritation. And that separation helps me to move past whatever I'm experiencing and to not identify and feel shame around it. Um I remember I was in this therapy session one time and I was telling my counselor how frustrated I was and how irritable I had been. And she was like she said something that just blew my mind. And she was like, "Do you expect yourself to just be pleasant 24/7?" And I was like, "Well, when you put it that way, like I guess not." And she was like, "Well, would you expect anyone to be pleasant 24/7? That's just not realistic. Like frustration and irritability, that's just a part of life. Yeah, there are things you can do to manage it, but for me, I guess subconsciously, I really was expecting that I just never ever be unpleasant and that I just always be in a great mood. Like that's this unrealistic expectation that I was having from myself. And what was going on was I was also over identifying with my frustration very often. So make sure that you're not exaggerating your feelings by over identifying with them and remind yourself that it is valid to feel whatever you're feeling. And remember not to place judgment on yourself. Whenever we invalidate our feelings, what we're doing is we are sending the message to ourselves that we're unimportant, that we can't trust ourselves, that we are irrational. It basically sends the exact opposite message that we want to be sending ourselves, especially whenever we're on this journey of trying to change our relationship to alcohol and trying to change our drinking The last thing that we want is to feel unimportant, invalid, and untrustworthy, right? We want to feel like we can rely on ourselves and that we can trust ourselves to make the right decisions and that we have the confidence to be able to make real change. And so all of these things really do tie in together whenever you look at the big picture. And whenever it comes to identifying what you're craving and meeting your needs, emotional validation and telling yourself that, those needs and feelings are warranted in the first place is an important step in that process. Okay, guys, that's all that I have for this episode. Just to recap, we talked about the importance of getting curious about your urges to drink and getting down to the bottom of what we actually need, whether it's meeting our physical or emotional needs and really just figuring out what it is that we're actually craving because most of the time, and I would say 99% of the time, booze is actually not what we want. We also talked about realizing the instances where we use alcohol to mask these needs and basically to change how we feel and the importance of recognizing what's going on so that we can change it. We also went over asking yourself questions and the importance of getting curious about your needs and your urges to drink and recognizing the difference between experiences that you're having and emotions that you're feeling that you need to just let pass or if there's something that needs to be done so that you can take better care of yourself, whether that's going for a walk, maybe making yourself like a really good meal, or even just taking a nap if you haven't gotten enough rest. Sometimes we're going to be uncomfortable and we just have to learn how to be better at being uncomfortable. And that's also okay. We don't always have to do something to change how we feel. We also touched on the urge to drink, not having any power over you and sort of reclaiming your power in the situation playing through the worst scenarios if you do let the urge just sit there what could possibly happen and lastly we talked about the importance of validating your feelings and your experiences So I hope that you found this episode helpful and that you got something out of it. I would like to invite anyone who's interested in joining our online community for support, some extra accountability, and to just be a part of a community of people that's trying to do the same thing, whether it be changing your relationship to alcohol in a positive way through complete sobriety, whether you're trying to moderate, whatever your goals are, everyone is welcome here. Basically, we are all striving to have a more positive relationship alcohol so whatever that looks like for you right now you don't have to be sober to join Um, we just want to be here to support you so if you're interested in that you can go to my instagram at sober culture podcast shoot me a dm i could send over the details i think the link should be in my bio by now or another option you can go to my website soberculture.co slash join and the link will be located there as well all right guys i will catch y'all in the next episode